The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Michigan tight ends in the ballgame. They handed to Corum again and makes a cut. First down. Spinston scores. Blake Corum puts Michigan on top in overtime. It's Williams in motion. Low snap. Melrose stopped. Michigan makes a stand and comes up with a milestone playoff victory. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbst with the call yesterday, ESPN, ABC. I gotta tell you, man, I really, I, I really, yeah. I really enjoyed the uh, the Sean McDonough, Greg McElroy team. Also, <laughs> yeah. I think that yeah, they're both, we have to talk about that really telecast good. at some point. We have to like, I just because like Fowler and Herb Street were like classic good, like exactly what you would think from Fowler again doing the games together forever. That call, the call, they're of the amazing. Plays. Fowler Fowler's big energy call is always awesome because he's usually like very straight. He's usually pretty straightforward. So when he's into it, you're really into it. Like he, it's almost like a, you know, like a point guard who just changes speeds, even if he's not very fast. When he changes speeds, you're like, whoa, like what's going on? Uh, the McDonough call that like Mc, if you told me McDonough was wasted doing the game last night, I don't even mean this in a bad way. I would believe you. The The number of times where I was like, Man, that was like funny. Like I can't. I, I wish I'll remember a couple examples during the segment where it's just like, oh, <laughs> Xavier Worthy, Texas's wide receiver, who did not have a great game, uh, catches a pass in the third quarter, and McDonough totally straight faced. Like you were down the field, caught Xavier Worthy out of the witness protection program. Gain of yeah, 13. right. I was like, I couldn't believe. I'm almost, when he said that, I'm almost like, does McElroy have to say something? I'm literally to like, this? is McDonough just like, 
F it. I'm calling the game. What? Woo! He's, <laughs> like, he's great. It. Let's do it. <laughs> also, like, he criticizes, like, the coaches in real yes. time as a play-by-play -play guy, time. which is really, yes. really funny. <laughs> it's like... Out of the yep. witness, the guy's like 18. Yes, it's really, it's, you're right, it's really funny. Like, yeah. like I, I I forget who it was towards the end of the game, whether it was Washington or Texas that did something boneheaded. Sure. And, 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 probably Texas on the final drive. And he was like, well, that that's a curious decision from Steve Sarkeesian and Quinn Ewers. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, Greg, I got this. I got this one. <laughs> And just, it was, but you know, it was great in its own way. It was great in its own because Fowler and Herb Street wasn't that. It was totally different. This was this was like it's way too late. The game's on at two in the morning. Let's get loose. Like let's just let's like freewheel here a little bit. And it and it and it uh, you felt that when you watched it. Choose your fighter, football, play by play, and color teams. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, or Chris Fowler and Kirk Herb Street. Like on their respective sports, obviously, right? Like I yes. don't want to have them call the other sport. I'll take Fowler and Herb Street over like everybody. Yeah. I have I on can't believe sport. I'm saying this. I yeah. think I think I agree. I think I I the, think they're I think they're I think they're a they're both great. This is not a knock on either one. We love we love both teams. We think both are the best of what they do. I, the way I would look at it is like when I'm watching a game, if if the game starts and I know blank is calling it how much better do I feel about watching the game? And with Buck and Aikman, it's like, this is going to be really good. Like, I'm into this, whatever. But with, like, Fowler, Herb Street and a big game, like, not Saturday night primetime, like, this game, you're just like, yes. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like this is going to be awesome. And uh, even more than with Buck and Aikman. And that's not even a knock on them. Are you there at this point now with McDonough and McElroy? Because I think I am. I don't think my problem is I don't think that's what it's going to be. I, like I watched enough. I don't think that's what it's going to be every I think that was like a uh, just a one in a thousand. We okay. caught, caught McDonough on the right day. McDonough's like just calls a billion sports. He does so many things. I just if, for whatever reason, it just it was a loose telecast last night in a real and after the game that we had had before that, it was like exactly what was needed on Washington, Texas to like, like you're not going to be that game, even though this game was like just as dramatic, just as interesting. It's just like you had Michigan, Alabama at the Rose bowl and it ended up coming down to the final play. Like it's just, you can't, you're not going to be that. So that was almost dramatic and interesting in this, like it's 1 AM at a bar in new Orleans, like crazy town kind of way where it was just, it was, it was pretty wild. Like it was really cool. Uh, I love how like the bizarro world, Kirk Kerbstreet goes from Flacco against Simeon on Thursday to that yesterday without at the Michaels. Rose Bowl on a without right. without yeah. you know whatever like Al obviously an all time yeah. great uh, not 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 the well, same thing different. obviously not it's the different same telecast yeah. yeah just way different um, so Michigan beats Bama Washington takes down Texas and like has to survive at the end of the game. You know what it felt like? And like, I was way too tired to tweet this. It felt that final sequence. And it's not apples to apples because the, the sequence I'm going to reference was like basically right down on the goal line. That felt like the goal to go sequence at the end of the game for Texas or the four plays at the end felt Oklahoma. like 2017. No, 2017 divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Falcons oh, Eagles. at Eagles. The first yeah. Foles playoff game when Julio Sark's Jones. calling the place for Atlanta and he calls the same play like four times in a row. It's like it kind of felt All right, Julio, like Julio, go to the man, corner. We'll throw it like to you. Just just kind of like in the big moments, I kind of think this guy stinks. And I'm not saying he's a bad coach, just that I, I, I don't love Sark in moments like that. In any event, well, I, Texas almost a, comes back to win the right, game. Right. It's I 
I, I, I almost agree with everything that you say at the same time. Like, I think it's unfair. I think, I think we have the two best teams all year playing for the title. And I don't even think it's close. And Georgia can be really mad that they're not one of them, but like you had your chance and you choked on it in the one game that you played somebody good. So like, what are we supposed to do with that? Like think that you're still one of the best two teams. Like we'll see you next year. You'll be awesome again. And the year after that, and the year after that, maybe you win 25 national championships. And, and like, they'll never not make the playoffs now in this right. era. So like that, right. they'll, we can talk about be, that at some point, probably next week. We'll talk about that, which is, like the style that I use, the techniques that I use, like the process to figure out who's going to win, that all gets torched after this. Like this is the last game of using that. You're going to have some crazy winners going for You're going to have like a group of five team make it to the final sometimes. Dude, like, it's, it's going to be happen. so it's awesome. Too random. It, yeah, it's, it's going to be so well, great next year. On the one hand, it's so it's awesome. On the other hand, it's like, well, I'm, I'm really good at this now. Now I, it gets taken away. This is like when the NCAA tournament goes to like 96. I'm going to be like, well, can't use any of this stuff anymore. It's going to be way randomer and way weirder uh, to figure out what's going to happen. Now, here's the pr- yeah, but here's the problem for you, Ken, is you've set a high standard. So now, like, I'm thinking and our listeners and viewers like, hey, he'll figure it out. Right. No worries. He'll just get it right. How many historical data points do we have? Zero. Oh, great. Well, I'll, be, I'll get right on Get that. to work. Uh, get right. to work, yeah. clown, and make me a bicycle right. while you're at it. I just, yeah, <laughs> be in the basement on my, you know, on my bicycle, like, charging the room to do the work. So the... Uh, so it, that'll be interesting. I do think we have the two best teams, though, and I know Washington's been a dog a bunch of times. It's I, I'm I'm glad I didn't find Washington early in the year. You know, Colin Wilson we have on the show with a hundred to one, whatever that is, on Washington yep. to win the national championship alive going into this game. Obviously, that's awesome, and and good luck to him. Like I I doubt doesn't strike me as a hedging type, but we'll we'll see what he ends up doing in the game. And uh, you know I. People found them earlier. There was a lot of hype about Washington, even in the early part of the season, because they were just blowing the doors off of everyone. I'm at least sometimes a little slow on the uptake. I'm I'm late to the party sometimes. I'm glad I found them for me, like everybody else had found them already, it seems like, just in time to like enjoy this and like bet them in some of these situations. And to a certain extent, I don't think I have them figured out, but like kind of figure out what they are and be able to make some really valuable bets, like faded them in the Apple Cup at a huge number, was like, I think this is the team that like is really well coached and plays close games against everybody. And like, this is what they are. And like, they, you know, they don't defend well enough to blow people out uh, in good competition. And so they, you know, Wazoo covers the game. You know, we, we bet the Pac-12 championship, loved Washington in that game at a big number against Oregon in the rematch. Then the Lions come out for this game. First thought is, look, like I, we're doing this. Like, I, rem- I remember saying when the Lions came out, like, we're really going to do this with them again. Like, we're really just going to do this? Like, they're one of the two, three best teams in the country. And so I, I like, we'll get to it in a second. I don't love for my Michigan position that this is what we got, but I do think we got the two best. And I think, you know, unlike last year, where everybody can like TCU as much as they want, they're a fun story, 0.0 they were ever winning. We don't, we don't have a game like that here. Like, there's a really, really legit chance that both teams will win. You better, you bet here with Nick and Ken on a magnificent football Monday on a terrific football Tuesday, talking the national championship game at Michigan and Washington. So um, I guess the question now has to be, um, are we doing this again? Michigan, in, like a four, four and a half point favorite against Washington in the natty at BetMGM. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, so Mich- the first move was on Michigan last night. Total 55 and a half for 56. So are, are, are we doing this again with, with Washington here? Yeah, so I, I, you know, I, I have to kind of talk out of both sides of my mouth, right? Because like I, I have baggage coming into this game. Like I, I already have the team that's minus 180 to win a, a bundle. And uh, so like I don't know what I'm going to do with that yet. 
I'm going to do something like I, I was zero hedge in the Alabama. Like we did it on the show. I was like, I have this position. I think they're really likely to win. You can argue I got really lucky, whatever. My team won. So didn't have to like take any equity out to spend it on Alabama. It means the world when you get to this game to be able to do that and to be able to like potentially middle too. like I can take plus four and a half. Michigan wins by one to four. I win both bets like I can do whatever I want there. I think I will have some kind of hedge on this game. That's all I'll say right now. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do yet. I think Michigan's going to get bet a good amount that I'm going to be able to get some good prices, even if it just stays here. Um, And the reason why I'll probably have something is as somebody who wants Michigan to win the title, Washington's absolutely terrifying. I mean, they're really terrifying. So like they, um, a team with their stat profile, would never usually be a team I'd want to bet on in a game like this. Their defense fits with zero national champions the last 50 years. Like, they're just not good enough. They're just not good enough, like, statistically. The problem is when you have, like, okay, so, like, why why do you think they can win then if that's true? Well, because I also watch the games, and they strike me as, like, a potentially disruptive team. And what I mean by that is a team that, like, despite having a stat profile that looks like that, can do something historically uh interesting relevant that teams that usually have that stat those stats can't do and the reason they do that is because they have the best coach in college football probably right now maybe by a lot and especially an in-game coach and they have the best quarterback in the game so think about that for a second the team that's the four and a half dog has the better coach and the better quarterback that's kind of interesting right just as a starting point and has just found ways in these games and, to and, be incredibly and competitive caught, people and haven't caught up to that ken right people yeah. haven't caught up to that and i want you to slam this home please because i think everyone knows right the Penix is better than mccarthy right i think people at least think that right and that harbaugh's um, a really good coach too like this, like, this yeah. is like buck and aikman like harbaugh can I don't be think buck people and aikman know that though right about the yeah. like to what you're like like I think people think, well, Harbaugh is going to the NFL. Everyone knows who Harbaugh yeah, is. He's awesome. I don't know people know about DeBoer yeah. yet, Ken. I just, uh, and this is not, again, it's like, it's. I'm so glad we did Buck Aikman to start. This is the same thing. Harbaugh is awesome. The Michigan staff is really good, although they kind of got out. I mean, Saban adjusted circles around them in the second half of the game, it felt like. But that's fine. Like, that's Saban. Like, you know, he's pretty good, too. So it just, like, they're, this is not anti-Michigan staff. Just like. There's a, you ever see the movie Heat with De Niro and Pacino in it? Of course. So there's the scene where John Voight is talking to De Niro in the car about whether they want to go through with the robbery. And he has the file on Pacino and he's like showing him like Pacino's background that Pacino's like thinks De Niro's like, you know, they kind of have this odd relationship, whatever. And Voight's telling De Niro about Pacino's character as a police officer uh, or like a detective in whatever, special investigations, whatever it is. And he's, and he, and he says it really simply, he goes, He's just one of those guys. He's just out there all night, like prowling around, like basically like De Niro, a bank robber has like finally met his match. Like, you're not going to beat this guy. Like, this is just one of those guys. And I think I've even used that before with like college football coaches when they take big jobs sometimes and they come from smaller schools. We did this with like PJ Fleck before Minnesota, like won 10 or 11 games. And DeBoer to me just seems like one of those, like this is a guy like 10 years from now, we're going to be like, where did he say? Oh yeah, that's right. Washington, where he like went to the playoff and like won that before he coached, you know, like the Cowboys or something in like five years. Like that's what his trajectory is to me. He's won basically every game everywhere he's ever coached. And in year two, they didn't lose this year. I mean, that's like absolute insanity. I mean, really crazy stuff. So, and he look cool. Penix is great. Also, Penix didn't go to the playoff in Indiana. So like, you know, it's like, yeah, Penix is awesome. Also, this fit is why it's really good. So I just, uh, if he's one of those guys, then, 
historical qualifiers be damned, kind of, if I think he can be that disruptive. So I think this is just an like Alabama, Michigan was an awesome game, but I really thought Michigan was going to win. This is an awesome game, and Washington scares the hell out of me from like a I, man, like I. I don't want to be against them, especially at this number. So just re- real quick betting conversation for me on the game. If you're going to put Washington in a spot where one possession losses, a lot of them, they still cover uh, that I'm interested, like in general, if I had no position on the game, no team to win the national title, whatever, plus more than a field goal, Washington auto. And it's been auto for three games in a row. It's just like, this is what it is. And uh, I think the most likely the game is almost destined to be a one possession game. I mean, just the way both teams play, the way Washington just never gets trucked by anybody feels like a one possession game. And there are ways Michigan can win a game like that. It doesn't have to be Washington, but just you're going to get four and a half in a game like that. And I have have some other thoughts on the total and stuff. But anyway, that's that's kind of my thoughts so far. I loved it. And four and a half, four and a half with the better coach and the better quarterback. Sounds pretty appealing. And Sounds Mike pretty DeWalt, appealing. Too, by the way, like I, I really, I think there's more Michigan money coming. And we could talk about like X's and O's stuff next segment. Like there are a lot of Michigan paths to victory in this game. Just like he's one of those guys. Like I don't, I don't want to be favored against him, and I want to lay it. Why? Like I just, you know, Belichick against the Rams. Like you're a dog until you're not, and then we're all like, oh, that's what this is. Okay, and he, he was pretty disruptive in that Super Bowl too. And, and just just watching, and look, I, I'm very honest, I don't watch a ton of college football regular season. There are times where like that looked like an NFL offense last night with Penix yep. and those receivers who are like all going to play in the NFL and Adunze is obviously going to be a top 10 pick. Absolutely ridiculous. All right, coming up next, a little bit more thoughts on Michigan and Washington. We'll talk about the total, and then we'll, uh, we'll give you our NFL betting breakdown for Week 17, and we'll start turning the page to Week 18 and the professionals coming up right after this. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.